Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Things are happening thick and fast aboard the steamship carrying Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Pug Flanagan from Panama to the United States. To begin with, Kent received two mysterious messages warning him of danger aboard the ship. Then, Jimmy and Pug discovered the ship's cargo was nitrate, a substance used in the manufacture of explosives. Our story continues today. Kent has decided to call a meeting of the eight passengers on board. He's gone to summon the two Brazilian coffee merchants, while Jimmy, accompanied by June Barrington, an English girl, are on their way to invite one of the passengers, an elderly woman, to the meeting. Listen. This is the cabin number 33. Shall I knock? I guess so. No. Wait a minute. What's the matter? Put your ear close to the door. All right. Listen. Sounds like a bird chirping. No. It's Morse code. Someone in that cabin is sending a wireless message. Oh, Jimmy, how fantastic. What would an old lady be doing? Maybe I can understand it. I know some Morse code. Well? I'm getting it. Ship will be 150 miles... North of Colon at midnight. Everything in readiness will contact you hourly. It stopped. Jimmy, what does it mean? Somebody in that cabin sending a message telling where this ship will be at midnight. But why? I don't know, but I've got a good idea. Look, Miss Barrington, you go up and get Mr. Kent. I'll stay here to see that nobody leaves this cabin. Oh, but Jimmy, you must be wrong. That little old lady wouldn't be sending wireless messages. Please, Miss Barrington, go get Mr. Kent. All right, but he'll think we're both crazy. Wireless messages. Why, I never heard of anything so silly. 
crazy about this. If it wasn't Morse code, I'll eat my hat. The ship will be 150 miles from Colon at midnight. Everything in readiness. In readiness for what? Oh! Did I frighten you when I opened the door? Oh. No. I mean, I... You wanted to see me, young man? Why, no. I mean, yes. Yes, ma'am. Won't you come in, please? Uh, thank you. That's right. I think it was very nice of you to see this one. Listen, Jimmy and I were supposed to invite that little old lady to the meeting of passengers. Yes? We got to the door of her stateroom, and I was just about to knock when Jimmy said he heard Morse code. What? That's what he said, Morse code. Where is Jimmy? Waiting outside the cabin door. He told me to come up and get you. Good for him. Where's the cabin? Here, I'll show you. This is the corridor, and the cabin's at the end of it. Mr. Kent. What is it? Well, he's not there. Who's not there? Jimmy. I left him standing right outside that door. He, he's gone. Now, don't get excited. Is this the cabin? Yes. Number 33. Huh? What do you think happened to Jimmy, Mr. Ken? He, he said he was going to stay. I'm sorry to disturb you, madam, but I'd like to speak with you. I'm one of the passengers. Oh, just a moment, please. Mr. Ken, you think... Quietly. I was just lying down for a few minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Won't you both come in? Passengers on a ship should get to know one another. Don't you think, Mr. Kent? Ask her about Jimmy. I beg your pardon? Uh, we were planning a meeting of all the passengers, and we sent one of my young charges down to ask you to attend. Have you seen him? Oh, yes. He was a very polite young man. But I explained to him that climbing the steps is quite a hardship for me. I'm not a spring chicken, you know. But he was here? He spoke to you? Yes, he said he was sorry I couldn't attend the meeting. Oh. Well, I guess that's all. Thank you very much. Oh, you're quite welcome, I'm sure. Mr. Kent. Don't say anything. All right, you can talk now. I, I don't quite know what to say. I, I'm speechless. Well, there's one thing I don't understand. If Jimmy thought it was important enough to send for me, why did he knock at her door and tell her about the meeting? She seemed like a nice old lady. I, I didn't see any wireless set in her cabin. No, neither did I. With a trunk and a suitcase, that's all. Ah, oh, we'll probably find Jimmy up in my cabin, ready to explain everything. I hope so. Did you locate the two coffee merchants? Oh, yes, yes. Neither of them speak a word of English. Your father made a valiant attempt to get them to understand, but I'm afraid he failed. Ah, here we are. Father, is Jimmy here? Jimmy? Why, no. Didn't you tell him to get one of the passengers? You haven't seen him, Dr. Barrington? Not since he left with June. I knew it. I knew it. June, what's the trouble? Jimmy seems to be missing, Doctor. Yes, he and your daughter went down to invite that elderly lady to our meeting, and Jimmy thought he heard a Morse code signal coming out of her cabin. He sent your daughter to get me. I'm when, sure... When we arrived, he was gone, and the lady told us he'd invited her to the meeting. I'm sure something's happened to him. I... Nonsense. He must be somewhere on the ship. Well, he may be in his own cabin with Pug. No, I just looked in there. Pug is alone, sleeping. Uh, I'd better search the ship. Jimmy has a habit of stumbling into trouble. But I'll help you. You stay here, June, in case he returns while we're gone. If he does, Miss Barrington, keep him here. Don't worry, I will. I'm quite certain we locate him, Mr. Kent. After all, he couldn't. As Clark Kent and Dr. Barrington prepare to search the ship from stem to stern, one of the white-clad dining room waiters slips silently along a corridor and knocks on the door of stateroom 33. Mm -hmm. It is Hans. Drop the phony voice and open up. 
Why did you come here? I told you it was dangerous. I would like to know how things are going. Did you make contact? Yes. Midnight is the hour. Since you're here, you might just as well know that we had a close call. What do you mean? Those Americans, the men and the two boys, the ones we want to get off the ship. Yeah, what about them? One of the boys was listening at the door while I was making contact. No. Don't worry, he's safe. Locked in that trunk. What are you going to do with him? That remains to be seen. As you know, we cannot fail. Yeah. Nothing must stand in our way. Yeah, yeah. So if necessary, we will get rid of the trunk. You understand? In the meantime, take this suitcase and throw it overboard. Be careful you're not seen. It contains the virus, it? Yes, it will not be necessary to make contact again. I think it may be dangerous to have it in this cabin. No, no, no. Who would ever suspect you, an old lady? You almost fooled me when you came into the dining room. That rig, that dress. Never mind. Do as I say. Wait, we have another man on board, haven't we? Yeah, in the engine room. Good. I may need both of you later on. Take the suitcase now and get rid of it. Yeah. Wait. Who is it? Sorry to bother you again, but I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's the American. Yes, Sir Here is the key to the adjoining cabin. Wait there until I go. I may need you. Be quiet. All right, take over. Just a minute, please. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, this is Dr. Barrington. Oh, how do you do, Doctor? How do you do? Won't you come in, please? Yes, thank you. I must apologize for my cabin. It's quite disordered. Uh, uh, madam, you may think this is a little strange, but we're still trying to find the young boy I inquired about some time ago. Well, I don't understand. You were the last person who saw him. I just spoke with him for a moment. He was very polite. Yes, yes, I know. You mentioned that before. Young man, you're rather impertinent. Mr. Kent, what was that? Sounded like it came from the trunk. What's in that trunk? Why, my personal belongings. Would you mind opening it? Well, that's an unusual request. A lot of unusual things have been happening. Open the trunk. Young man, I must ask you to leave my cabin. Not until that trunk's open. Why, you young whippersnapper. Dr. Barrington, would you mind getting the captain? You don't have to bother. I don't want to create a scene. I'll open the trunk if that's all you desire. I have the key here in my handbag. Yes? Right here. Put your hands up, both of you. King, what? That's a very strange-looking key with a muzzle on it. Never mind the comments. Back up against the wall. Hunt. Yeah. Find Dr. Barrington's daughter and bring her here. Tell her that her father wants us. You don't have to mix my daughter up in this. Unfortunately, you're all well mixed. You failed to heed my warnings not to sail on this ship. So you must suffer. Oh, so you were responsible for those messages, eh? That explains a lot of things, including your masquerading as an old woman. Shall I go? Yes. Leave the wireless set here. It will no longer be necessary to get rid of it. Bring the girl quickly. Now. Why don't you open the trunk now and release the boy? I can see no harm in that. Here is the key. You open it. And remember, I have you covered. <laughs> you may take the gag off the boy's mouth. That's very kind of you. Wait a minute. There we are, Jimmy. Uh, I was hot in there. And Mr. Kent, that old lady, she's a man. Yes, we know. Back against the wall, all of you. Ah, come in, Miss Barrington. Oh. It's quite all right, Jim. Yes, quite all right. Stand against the wall, Miss Barrington. Close the door, hon, and set up the wireless. Yeah. 
I deeply regret having to cause any of you embarrassment and discomfort. But unfortunately, you brought it on yourselves by virtue of your own curiosity. We're not interested in listening to speeches. This speech will interest you, my friend. It will interest all of you very much. What do you mean? Precisely at midnight, this ship is going to the bottom of the ocean. And unfortunately, you are going with it. Oh. Very well, Hunt. Make contact. What can Clark Kent do in the face of this diabolical threat and the lives of everyone aboard the steamship? Does he dare reveal himself as Superman in order to save the ship and passengers from destruction? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling adventure with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.